if you intentionally become this person, then with all the conversations you have will be so much better of quality that you're going to live a more powerful and intentional life closer to your purpose, living through authenticity and certainty. And you're actually going to grow. <laughs> oh man, facts. Absolute facts. So good. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Subconscious Seed Podcast. Our shared vision is to plant the seed to create conscious thoughts for you on the path to finding your true purpose and success. Here we promote what it means to be conscious, to have confidence with your mission and bring back awareness of positive environments to achieve one's full potential and meaningful purpose. The podcast that isn't for everybody, but definitely something for everyone. We welcome you to take part on this growing journey to discovering what lies within the subconscious seed been a long day today has been a big day <laughs> today's been a really big day today we did a lot what's the current time what are we doing uh okay well it is 9 48 you know what? i have a clear intention of how i feel about today and today i feel definitely very accomplished definitely very aligned with our beliefs and our values and everything that we set out for ourselves because it is currently 9 48 p.m on a saturday night where a lot of people would definitely be doing other things probably been very entertained right now <laughs> Well, it's that external purpose, bro. Yeah. You say we're going to show up, we're doing it. And that's that personal integrity. Mm. Oh, sticking to those non-negotiables, yeah. really putting through, pulling through with them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'll be very proud that we still stuck it through and got this done and it's going to be saved. 100%. Dead set worth it. Good yeah. stuff, bro. And good mic. <laughs> we're not going to have to redo this one. But um, oh. hey, oh, there's nothing wrong with redoing it, though. When I listen to that episode, there's so much laughter and there's so much authenticity in it. We create and share that every single day. So to be able to redo that episode, I think it's completely fine. These episodes are created from our conversations. Yeah, facts. We'll be able to <laughs> reflect back on it and pull more quality and more direct context, right? Yeah, yeah so. for sure. And it's actually funny that I say that because this whole episode is based on conversation. Yes. <laughs> so let's get this ball rolling. Today on the episode of the Subconscious Seed podcast, we'll be talking about creating authentic conversations by discovering the art of listening and holding your space. Boom. This is a very exciting topic we're talking about. Yeah, it's so good. Dude, this can honestly change how you operate with a lot of things and give you yeah. some pretty cool results. It's so much more than just a conversation because it's how you do one thing is how you do everything. And within your conversations, that can lead to so much more opportunity, to so much more success yeah. with everything that you do. Utmost quality, man. That's what it's about. I guess to give a little bit of a description about what we mean by this, what does this podcast title description mean for you? To me, the way that I perceive it. Basically talking about authentic conversations. What are the intentions you hold towards this particular conversation you're about to have with a certain person? And what are the values within this relationship and how are you going to focus your efforts towards getting the most out of these moments, right? Absolutely. Well, these moments is all we have as well. I think authentic conversations means that you're being present. You're sharing positive body language as well. Having perspectives with the receiver, you're having an insight through their perspective as well. And you're sharing that emotional intelligence to become more thoughtful of your words and your responses to others. Yeah, man. That will encourage reciprocation, right? Get oh, more of a connection. Authentic conversations create that. 100%, man. Now, we tap into... The art of listening. This is a really cool line. I heard mm. this many years ago and I've, yeah. it's never left me. It's literally written in some of my journals. So good. And I've, I've drawn it with artwork. I heard this. I'm like, <laughs> that is such a cool line. The art of listening. Yeah. So what did you first think when you heard that? Well, it shook my whole perspective towards how you hear things. I'd say it's the approach towards how you communicate with someone, the way you hear them and acknowledging them and seeing them and really understanding 
What has brought you to this moment in your life to be making these noises? What's the underlining message here? What's brought you to this Ooh, moment, right? There's so much more behind it. And for this, it's the why. Why do you choose to speak about this? Right. What experiences have you had? What memories do you hold? What beliefs do you hold for yourself to be having this conversation? And when you truly listen, you're able to see so much more than just the words that are coming out because it's the words that are being presented, how they're being presented and what they're talking about, what sentences they're creating, spelling their words. Right. And you see this as clues. Super powerful. Encourage the wits about you to start identifying this and you will really have a new view on how people communicate towards you and what it actually means. A lot of people can think this is a bit off with the fairies as well. It's an interesting topic and you have to be pretty open-minded when you think about it. We talk about spelling with purpose. Right. So what does that mean to you? Spelling with purpose, right? I guess this goes back to like a conversation we've had before about the concept of spelling. Yeah. And where does this go back from the idea of casting a spell? Yeah. But we don't tie the two together. A lot of our language comes from something. Yeah. It's originated. You can usually look up words and they go right back to some heritage existence that has been broken down to today's mm. meaning. Well, when you're talking as well, your words are creating a vibration. And when you talk with a vibration, you're essentially putting those vibes out there, <laughs> which is also what it means by casting a spell. When you're spelling, you're casting spells in the words that you say. It's right. manifestation. You're putting it out there. It's not just a thought anymore. Now that you're hearing it, you get to hear yourself say it. Oh, yeah. That's the really cool thing. That is a really cool thing about doing podcasts as well. When we listen back to our podcast, we often hear ourselves say some things that even click to us through listening to it. Yeah, you don't even know where it comes from. You're like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, wait, did I say that? <laughs> that was not me on that Saturday night. Come on. That's so it's funny. a very cool thing. And yeah. it also ties into your senses, right? Yeah. Come to your senses. Yeah. Well, let's break down your senses to make sense of things, right? <laughs> Use your senses to that. make sense. So sometimes when you don't understand a thought that's going through your mind, if somebody allows that space to just listen to you and you get to express in a safe place, it's not just a thought on the inside anymore, but you actually get to vocalize it. The cool thing about this is you get to hear yourself say it. Something else happens in that process. Yeah. It completes the cycle and you get to hear it. Hearing yourself, using your senses to make sense of something, you're hearing. It's a game changer. I think that's also why journaling is super helpful. You'll be writing something. You'll now see it. And then you're not just thinking it anymore. Mm, you've put you it get, down on paper. Dude, yeah. And you get to read it back. And then you're using another sense oh. to make sense, right? Oh, dude, it's all there. <laughs> super, super interesting. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, when you get those thoughts so jumbled in your mind, it's just yeah. grabbing them and just placing them down in front of you. And journaling is the biggest hack for that. Definitely yeah. recommend it. There's always sure. more to it. If, yeah. you, if you ask a good question, you get a pretty good answer and you just got to be curious, man. So sick. For sure. I do recommend to do 30 minutes combined of journaling, mindfulness, or meditation. I think it's so powerful for sure. <laughs> Every day. Uh, another one with that sparked an idea in my mind is that sometimes to make sense using your senses is trusting your intuition because your intuition is telling you something and that is what makes sense to you. There's something else operating. Exactly. Bro, facts, right? Facts. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Come to an understanding that this is evidence. There's got to be another way that your body is operating to understand how things work. You're getting this information just because there's a thought in your head. Don't rely on that to be your only process. Yeah. There's other things going on. 100 percent your subconscious <laughs> ladies and gentlemen it's so cool though once you sort of start understanding yeah it's sick though huh? well this yeah. is just how i look at it man for sure yeah. and just trusting that just because something isn't at the forefront of your mind where your awareness is just because it's not a focus yeah you got to learn to let go and understand there's something else there supporting you in the long run 
and it is sick. My man, absolutely. So cool. So the art of listening, I believe it's about bringing that full attention, being present, providing an understanding, looking in deeper to your senses as well. So that is very powerful. It's like a multi-dimensional language. Yeah. (laughs) And that takes a lot of, it's practice, man. Like it's definitely practice and years of wisdom and understanding, you know, communication with people. Yeah. If you're not one to really converse with people, I'd I'd say today's the day to start. You got to start doing it. Your whole world opens up, like you're Uh, missing out. Yeah. I think, you know, this might be a lot for people that haven't really heard this concept yet, but this is just us planting the seed at the end of the day. (laughs) It's a game changer. That's exactly a game changer. Whatever you take from it, I think it's just having an open mind and hearing it once, even if you don't use it to its full capabilities, it's just being intentional and being conscious of it now as well. And your subconscious will anyway. Dude, Mm. 100% subconscious seed. That's what what this started from. The conversation we have today that might not be for you, two years time, three years time, you might have a similar conversation. And guess what? The odds are that conversation might be more for you then. Absolutely. You never know. It's I think worth it's it. Definitely worth bringing it up again, for sure. It's That's worth a good poking one. the bear, man. I'll always poke that bear. For sure. Did you want to touch on anything else of the art of listening before we move on? Yeah, dude. So the art of listening, in my opinion, there's a super cool quote that was in along lines with this. First, seeking to understand and then to be understood. Super cool. But this is, this is in the book, Seven Habits, Highly Effective People. Ah, uh, yes. Stephen Covey, so yep. sick. Game changer. Yeah. Just that sentence itself. Seek to understand, then to be understood. Sit back. Hold that space for people. Let them express themselves and trust it. Give them the ear. Give them the time. Give them the respect to express themselves. Do you need to put your end of the input in right now? Mm. Probably not. This starts diving into all different parts of behaviors from this too. Essentially, that's how I'd approach it. Just start with that. Seek to understand. Listen. Take it in. Use that opportunity to learn some new information and process it and then give your response based on what you've thought about. My man, absolutely. And that definitely takes us on to the next part of this breakdown, which is holding your space and what that means. So it's to make time. It's to create that time and create that space within a conversation. You have all of the time that you need within a conversation. You don't need to have a response straight away. You can have time. And if you want to vocalize that, just let the person know that you're having a conversation with. Fucking game changer, bro. How <laughs> like, sick is that? It's so good. We use it within our community all the time because we're asking such deep questions and we want to answer those questions with good responses. We want mm. to think about it intentionally and create a good response that's going to get good feedback. Look deeper into it as well. If you're ever in a conversation and you need some time to think about it, you don't have to answer straight away. It's all about having a voice out and just saying, I just need some time to think about it. Yeah, we all deserve that time. Yeah. <laughs> there's no expectation. There's no There's no time limit on these things. It's a conversation. For sure. And yeah, <laughs> dude, bang on. We've used that with people in our community and do you need a minute? Yeah. Dude, the results that have, how good. Absolutely. Like it's changed patterns for people. It is so worth it. For sure. To have a conversation with someone that doesn't understand that they do have time is when you ask them a question, you can even present to them that they do have time and just say, hey, I'll wait for your answer. You have more than enough time to think about it you have all the time to think about it get back to me when you've thought about it it can even be tomorrow you don't have to reply to me right now (laughs) and affirm to them yeah and it's okay if you still don't come up with it exactly because i'm still willing to re-engage this conversation because when i think of you i'm interested i care i want to have this conversation but provided that you feel confident enough in the answer that you want to give forward bingo (laughs) and then you're able to speak clearly and truthfully with what resonates to you yeah, no shortcuts there, right? Yeah, for it's sure. So you can truly ground yourself in that moment. For the person asking the question, it's being empathetic as well. So look at it this way. If you get stuck, okay, let's paint the scenario. Yeah. 
you're in front of people talking and you're under pressure. The pressure's only there because you create it. Mm. Real speakers know that they have that time. And they, you, you watch them, man. You watch, they stand on that stage or whoever they're speaking to and they observe and they have moments of pause and they just look at everyone in the eyes. But we don't really notice what's going on there. They're creating that space for themselves. Because yes. <laughs> you don't want to just spit out a bunch of nonsense, right? Yeah. You're trying and to give value. That's why you're for there. sure. And isn't it more of like a build up as well? Or when you're waiting for something to come out, you're now even more interested instead of it just coming out and your subconscious just tuning into it, but you're consciously not tuned into it. So you don't even remember what they're talking about. Whereas if they give that space to themselves and you're waiting for a response, your conscious mind will be more intuitive or more attentive to know what that response is going to be because you, now you're more interested. <laughs> That's pretty cool, bro. For sure. Well, there you go. A little hack for everyone. If, if you are having trouble doing this, start practicing with all your conversations. If somebody asks something of you, set up a little timing sequence before you respond with everything and just notice the difference of how much calmer and controlled you are with your thoughts. Yeah. You can do it. If you can do it in your mind, just count to three or five and then start practicing that same counting to just hold your hand on your hip. And if somebody asks you something, just start on your thumb, then your next finger, then your next finger and just work across all five fingers. Once you've hit all five fingers, then you present your answer. There you go. <laughs> Start forcing that space for yourself to have that thought. Changes a game and something else will happen too. Done. People will understand, oh, this person's pretty confident with what they're saying because they own that space. They deserve that space. Yeah. Oh, well, it presents you in another way as well. Yeah, so and you embody that. So good. Uh, what else was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a second. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. I just need some time yeah. on this one. <laughs> Do you need a moment to think about that? I mean, well, at the end of the day, there's no wrong answers either. You can say <laughs> whatever you want to say and there's no wrong answers. If there's judgment there and you were authentic about it, then that's not on you. That's on them. Yeah. And that's not the connection that you need to be deepening. <laughs> well, if they ask you how you are and you genuinely believe hot dogs... <laughs> Who's wrong? If you genuinely believe it, what's the matter? Exactly. The same goes with anything you believe in. Don't hesitate. 100%. Hell, random example, but you know, yeah. I hope that's like a bit weird, but it's it's true. No, it's so true. And I guess at the end of the day, it's also comes back to how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yes. And by starting to embody this and creating that space and seeking to listen, you're able to hold that space within so many other areas of your life. Mm -hmm. When there's something that's presented to you in an action accord, your normal response is to act with an emotional response of anger or out of judgment. You can hold that space before you mm -hmm. give that anger a judgment. Think about what you're actually about to do about to do, and think about what you're feeling yeah. to then be able to present yourself better yeah. in that moment. Oh man. It underlies with everything. It changes the game Yeah, because you're not reactive anymore. Yes. Things go wrong and this ties into other things too. It doesn't even have to be things people say, but things that you start to witness that you would normally be reactive to. Absolutely. It all starts in your head, right? When you start to acknowledge this, you realize, hang on, I don't have the capacity for this right now. You've created that space. Stimulation, space, and then response. You want to live in the space in between stimulation and response. Yeah. There's a big gap there and you can create that. And it's as big as you want it to be. <sighs> so powerful, That's bro. the coolest <laughs> thing, bro. It's as big as you want that to be. Yeah, 100%. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> it's there. Like, it's a real thing if you believe yeah. it to be. But just understand there's a huge gap there. Yeah. And it's whatever you create it, which is fucking cool. Right. Fucking hey, look, cool. the bigger the gap, hey. the bigger the human. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, facts. I want to touch base on back to the, the conversations, right? Yeah. You've always done this for me. You've always created this open time for me to, if I do need to process things, I do. And it's allowed me to know that that time is there if I need it. I appreciate it, bro. I don't usually need it though because I'm just 
you allow me to just express, which is elite. However, so good. Likewise. <laughs> hey, but you do it very well. Thanks, um, bro. What I've come to understand, we'll have these massive conversations. We'll be talking about one subject and then we'll dip into <laughs> another and then we'll dip into another. And the best thing about this is I've come to practice over time that you'll say something and I'm listening and I can feel all these thoughts firing off in my mind. Part of me is kind of like, oh, I've got this to talk about. I've got this to talk about. Yeah. But then as I'm listening, I make the conscious decision to just let it go. And you've given me time to allow that space to trust. It doesn't matter if, if it goes. It usually comes back and yeah. it always fucking does. And Sorry it, to swear, but it, <laughs> it honestly, it does every single time because our conversation will keep going. Yeah. Bang. The next realization I have is... I'm so happy that I never injected that little pocket of information that I wanted to reciprocate on because the big circle we go around on this conversation, other subject points needed to be touched on. To fill it in more. To fill it in more because <laughs> Create bam, more power behind it. There comes the impact. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's the build up and it just happens by accident or coincidence. But the way that these conversations go, all of a sudden it just it's build up, build up, build up. Oh, okay. I'm so happy that I decided not to say anything just yet. Yeah. Right at the end when we've, we've gone around this big circle, in it comes. Bang. <laughs> you just reminded me again. And this is the time that it needs to be said. That's so good. And I think it's an important insight for the listeners to realize as well is that I think we've all done this. We've all had a conversation with someone and had an idea or something spark in us that straight away we wanted to inject something. The reason being behind this, and once you realize this, you will start to stop doing this as well. To inject something or interrupt someone while they're talking is because you believe that you have something more important to say than what they are saying. And this is where it comes back to seek to understand. Then to be understood. Then to be understood. <laughs> 100%. Right. And when it comes back, you're understood much more because yeah. you've listened. And when you listen, you gain that trust mm. and you gain that respect. Well, they feel more understood, right? Yeah. There's more absolutely. context. There's more to map out. You've covered more grounds to map on, right? Yeah. And that's the best thing about it. For example, if you're drawing a map of an island and you draw one side to the other, but there's, you've just drawn sand, <laughs> you give it to your friend, you go, hey, you, you want to get from the, the boat to the mountain and there's just sand in between, but there's actually like volcanoes and killer alligators and yeah. all sorts of vicious things on the, on the way that you know about, but you haven't been able to explain it. Yes, you're stitching exactly. your friend up they don't know <laughs> give them context like same thing goes with your conversations it's a good analogy bro <laughs> not really but kind of is i guess i don't know yeah we'll, I'm gonna it makes it, so. sense in my mind anyway yeah. <laughs> i understand it yeah. well the more information the better it's yeah, like exactly. asking a shitty question you're probably going to get a shitty answer too yes that's so true the better your questions think it through yeah put it forward allow space for people to give the appropriate answers damn which brings us on to, let's talk about communication threading. Oh, love this. Bang. Yeah, well, we talked about this this morning, actually. Yeah. So Kyle led the group this morning, which absolutely. was Absolutely. Cool. Good on you, Captain Kyle. Captain Kyle, hope you're listening to this. Captain Johnson. <laughs> Kyle will definitely be on one of our podcasts in the future, and all of the listeners will definitely be able to get to get to know a little bit of his insights and what he's all about as well. Very interesting man and what he's achieved and what he does. Military background. He's very precise in everything he does. So much yeah. respect for the guy. One thing that he has shared with us as well is he is always surrounded with such masculine i'd say it's just extreme masculine yeah very one-sided masculine 
Extreme pride. Yeah. To meet us and to get amongst our group and where we were able to actually share and communicate and have that emotional intelligence where it's okay to feel your feelings as well. It's okay to give hugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And essentially that was a game changer for him. And he's had so much growth within our community and been able to share that. And one of the first people that started with us on the community and today, this morning, he ran us all through this amazing ritual where there was really no words spoken, mm-hmm. no words needed to create an effect and... <laughs> It was it was super cool, wasn't yeah. it? His his progress since he started with our community to who he was now. Like we, this guy's got such a voice right now. Yeah, couldn't help herself but just ask him, "Would you like to lead the group for yeah. one of our Saturdays?" And he didn't even hesitate. Yeah. He was all about it, and he brought his military background, some of his techniques in. Bro, so proud of that guy. So he, good. He's such a good mate of ours now, but it was cool. He set us up with a bunch of different experiences, basically. He'd give us instructions, but he wouldn't give us the details. Yeah. He'd just give us an instruction and let us do our thing. It was all leading up to something. Yeah. But no one would ever question why. We would just do it. It was it was hilarious because he had us digging a hole in the sand, but <laughs> yeah. no one really asked, well, how big do you want the hole? Everyone yeah. just started digging and you got you know, some of the girls digging smaller holes, some yeah. other people medium size. I'm digging like the biggest hole I can because <laughs> I'm just a big guy. I'm like, I want to get a big hole going. <laughs> so funny. And then he comes back and says to your teammate, because yeah. we're split up in pairs. So we're in partners, yeah. We're in partners. And then he says... <laughs> All right, now your other teammate has to go and collect rocks and fill this hole up. Okay, well, there you go. I've been so focused on digging the biggest hole that I can <laughs> because I just want to get this big hole going on. And get filled up. <laughs> I've stitched up my teammate because now they've got to go and find more rocks to fill this big hole that I've created. So funny. <laughs> it is so funny. It was very cool to map out people's personalities, right? Yeah, and people's they, they, do it. But the really cool thing was it was being resourceful. Other people had smaller holes and they were filling up with smaller pebbles and... <laughs> Ryan, the guy that was on my teammate, picks up like he goes and finds like the biggest boulder on the beach and <laughs> yeah. drops like one giant boulder in my hole and it's like problem fixed. So it's like done efficient. It was efficient. <laughs> Work smarter, not harder, right? Yeah. So it it was really cool insight yeah. just to see like if you don't have enough context, why are you doing it? And then moving forward from that, <laughs> moving forward from that, it was now with the pebbles that were in your hole, you've now got to write your teammate's name out of the pebbles. So everyone's got, you know, 100 pebbles in the hole that they're using to spell out these these nice these <laughs> nice names. And then I look in my hole and there's just a big rock. All the females' pebbles are really nice. <laughs> they, were, yeah, they did such an amazing job. They were able to really do some detailed designs and make it look really nice. And yeah. But then you just sort of, it encourages you to think outside the box based on the actions you've taken. Absolutely. So he did say now using the rocks in your hole, write your teammate's name, which still means use the rock to write the name. So I just wrote it in the sand. <laughs> using the rock. <laughs> I used the rock and I wrote his name in the sand, which is still true to what he said. Yeah. But the assumption was it could either mean that, but it can also mean spell the name out using the pebbles in a line. So yeah. it, different it perspectives. Perspectives. Yeah, right? it comes down to perspective. And this was a really cool thing about his exercise. And he did a whole different series of these. And yeah. Dude. Blew me away. I was like, oh, this is such a great message. It was so cool. Yeah. And he had us doing a whole bunch of other teamwork exercises as well. Really, by the end of it, his underlying message within this communication that we had with our partner throughout this experience, we had to try and figure out a way to make things work without really talking too much or having too much of a discussion. It was just to try and make things work with what we had been dealt. Sometimes you don't know what the other person in the conversation is thinking. Mm. Basically, without the context and enough information required, we're jumping to assumptions that could take something away from someone else or create more output from them, right? Yeah. The idea is without clear communication and an understanding of what needs to be done, 
potentially your actions are going to create more of an effect for somebody else without it even being intentional because you're so focused on what you're aiming to achieve. I guess seek to understand always comes first, man. If someone asks you to do something, you sort of need to navigate why. What are they actually asking me to do? And even though they're making these noises, using their words, what do they actually mean here? Yeah. Is there intention to get this result? Do they actually mean something else, but they just don't quite know how to communicate it accordingly? Yeah. My man, spot on, bro. So he, yeah, he did a great job at displaying that through physical activities. Yeah. If you just talk about it, it's very hard to really grasp. Best way to do it is to actually experience, yeah, it. experience yeah. it and change your state, right? Which is very cool. One of the experiences he spoke about, he had us all in a circle and we had to list off five of our favorite things. Uh, again, we're in separate partners yeah, uh, with groups of two. We had to list off five of our favorite things and then our teammate had to come up with the perfect day out for us based on the information we'd given. We went around in a circle and they had to create like the perfect day for us to experience based on the five things that we love. The five things that we love. And it was super interesting because there were no rules, but everyone was immediately focused on those five things. He didn't say money was unlimited. We just assumed that it was just the five things. It's as much as your imagination can create the experience. So the whole world was open, but we kept it very small based on the focus, right? But there were no rules. Yeah. (laughs) That experience was, was really cool. And that unlocks the conversation of communication threading. Yes. Which is where we started talking <laughs> where we about. started. All right, we That's went on this big ramble. Yeah, so we just yeah. wanted to share that experience because it was super cool today. Yes, and for sure. we're proud of you, Kyle. So thank you, man. Yeah, a little bit of insight for listeners to know what we do on a Saturday as well. Yeah, what very, we get up to. very cool. You want to touch base on communication threading? Absolutely. So communication threading, this is very important with creating authentic conversation, especially with someone that you don't know too well or someone that you're just meeting. It's important to understand the power behind communication threading, what this does for you and what this does for the receiver as well. With communication threading, essentially what it is, how to hold a conversation, not only a conversation, but an intentional conversation to what you enjoy and to what the receiver enjoys as well by putting out some threading information on which pathway this conversation can go. So if someone was to ask you a question and say, what do you do for work? You could say, I work at the gym. And that isn't giving much threading or much information for that person to grasp and be able to continue that conversation with. What are the odds that they love the gym too? Exactly. If it's You're a- only giving them one. Right. Exactly. Yes. So by saying... Well, what I'm most passionate about is actually my online coaching and spending time in communities and doing a podcast for my professional development. I actually work in a gym. I'm managing there. I enjoy it. It gets me by and it creates a really good routine for me that keeps me centered right there. That has given so much information for that receiver to be able to jump onto. They can jump onto how you're routine orientated and you like your routine. They can jump onto podcasts. So what conversations do you talk about? They can jump onto your community. What community are you a part of? What does your community do? How often do do you spend time with this community? How long have you been working at the gym for? Mm. You're a manager. So how did you get to that position? There's so much more conversation threading than just I work at the gym. It's so sick, bro. (laughs) Biggest hack, communication hack, your world opens up. 100%. And the best part about that is when you give that response, when you receive another response back from the listener, whatever they responded with is what they're most interested and passionate about as well. So then you can continue to talk about that topic with them. You're like dangling like five donuts on a spring in front of me. Like, which donut do you want? Strawberry. Exactly. Right? It's so good. That's exactly it. And that's a great analogy is what flavor do you like? Hey, <laughs> what flavored donut do you like? Just give them a few strings to grab onto. Yeah. Something. The really cool thing too, let's, let's pull this open a bit more. Communication threading, that's the baseline concept with positive intent based on the information you're giving forward, right? Yeah. Let's change it. Let's, let's go from the other side of the door. Now, let's talk about keeping face. 
subconsciously, a lot of people were fearful of rejection, asking a question and getting shut down. Yeah. The really cool opportunity with communication threading, not only can you tell them the things that you are passionate about, that you're opening up for discussion, you can also drop hints of things that you have no interest in talking about. So what that does is it gives them an insight to go, oh, I won't talk about that subject because I don't really care that much about it. And sometimes I might lean towards using that as conversation. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're not being inauthentic, but maybe just a habit of, you know, like people talking about the weather. You can drop hints about, you know, not being interested in the weather. For me, myself, I probably mentioned I don't like football. There goes all our viewers. <laughs> but honestly, I don't have any interest in talking about the football. Like, I respect that that's what other people like to get around. And that's great. Completely fine. I respect it. But I'm not interested to talk about it. Yeah. Because I get no value out of that whatsoever. And it doesn't show me besides the fact that what team you barrack for. I'm not too sure what else you enjoy from it, in my opinion. I just don't understand it. Yeah. That's all the information I sort of get from it. It's fun. Maybe you like the environment. You like getting out of the house. So that's cool too. But I just don't – it's not really telling me much about someone in terms of a conversation. Yeah, for sure. There's another part to that where you don't even have to say what you don't like. By putting power into the things that you do like can give that representation. So it's saying that you're productive, you keep busy, uh, true. you most likely don't watch movies yep. or lay down and chill on the couch. You say that you're health conscious and you practice self-development, then you most likely don't go drinking on the weekends. So they're the mm. subjects that they're not going to touch on as well. Mm. Super important. You want the conversation to go in a way that is also going to provide growth for you and relatability as well. Mm. So you can relate to and then create more of a conversation, create more vulnerability from gaining that trust. So and create deeper connections and conversations <laughs> to open up discussion all stems yeah. <laughs> it is so, it's for cool. sure that's so, super cool hey but communication threading man power on that one boom so good yeah give it a go honestly for sure if we could ask anyone out there go give it a crack yeah i think also another one is if people don't know what to talk about or how to get the passion out of people one question that i love and i've talked about this on a previous podcast ask them what they would do if they had all the money in the world and never had to work what would they do with their time and that will give you so much impact to what this person really loves and what they're passionate about and that will get them talking about so many different topics that you can grab to as well yeah. it's a powerful one where would you find yourself that's a great question <laughs> Such a great i love question. that one bro that's awesome. Just have a think about what does this mean to you? Yeah. Anybody who's listening to this podcast right now that's sort of got, well, so much different perspectives. If you need to take a moment, pause the podcast and just think about it because that will help you understand. Once you can sort of comprehend it a bit, it will help you understand the rest of the conversation. Yeah, pause the podcast. Yeah. You have so much space. It's still an option. There's some time for you. There's so much time for you. So we're offering that time for you. If you need to pause it and just have a thought, 100% do it. But ask yourself the question, what does all this mean to me? And just have a think. Take it in. We encourage you. It's worth it. So powerful. So moving forward. Welcome back. From <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back from unpausing this podcast. <laughs> Jason, what sort of growth comes out of having these conversations? Once you've discovered the art of listening and holding a bit more space for yourself in these conversations, what sort of aspects of growth and what sort of experiences are we going to have moving forward? Bro, so much essentially it comes down to having that deeper connection deeper connection with yeah. everyone around you that you have conversations with it's how you do one thing is how you do everything you'll have a deeper connection with the people that you surround yourself with and a deeper connection with yourself as well mm. because you're now speaking your truth so you have no blockages you can become more of who you truly are you taking those next steps is going to make them so much clearer into getting you to where you want to be because all you speak is your truth and all you speak is certainty in where you want to be yeah. you're authentic with it. that will create opportunities for you as well some momentum and starts your confidence encouragement there's no more hesitation 
Mm. You don't step back anymore. You step forward. And the best thing about that is as you step forward, it forces you to let go. Forces you to let go of that old shitty behavior you used to have. You just grasp everything, man. You, you start opening up opportunities, conversations, networking. Start trying new things. This all unfolds into everything else. Yeah. It's all worth so it. So worth it, man. So true. You grab the respect, gain honesty. You have that emotional intelligence now that you can move forward with. You don't linger on thoughts. That's the cool thing. I'm even noticing myself now. I'll do things and be playful with it. Yeah. No expectation of a result, but sometimes it just feels like the right thing to do. So true. And you can even disconnect yourself from the result, which is a really cool thing. I did that recently. <laughs> and it's like you, you do something, but there's no expectation of a result. You're just happy to do it. You can watch from a distance and see the result, but not be a part of it. You can create it, create the motion, stand back and observe the result. But don't, you don't have to be a part of the result. It's a positive result and you get to see it. Still the same feeling on your end and you still get to see the positive result on the other end. You're just not associated anymore. That's so good. So when was a time that you can explain that story? <laughs> <laughs> all right so i got a friend started a new job i'll just keep it short anyway started a new job and i thought you know what i think i want to do something nice this week so i sent some flowers to a workplace to celebrate the leaving of one and starting the next and it was really cool because i just left it what's the word anonymous i didn't write anything i just got it sent to the address i thought you know what? i'd love to just know that this person's happy today so good and I was like, yeah, sick. So I just did it. And you just get to notice because people post so much on social media anyway, you just get to see that they appreciate it. So Even good. though it's anonymous. It's like, <laughs> it's so good. And you just put that energy just, out there. Just a bunch of flowers to a workplace <laughs> and, and you get to sit and you get to stand back and it just makes you feel good. How good. And you don't even have to be connected to that. So that was something this week that I practice. And you know what? It feels just as good as giving face to face, but still being able to see the result. So positive. Oh, I love that, bro. Yeah, I'm glad you explained that story. So, <laughs> I mean, I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> so good. So what other kind of growth do you think comes from this? Now, in a way, it teaches you some skills to help other people understand what they're going through. The intention behind these communications is you can start to understand what sort of questions that people need to hear for them to answer so they can hear themselves come up with a result to allow them to step through it and figure it out. I've had many conversations with people in my lifetime where I've understood this concept exactly. Something's troubling them or they're having a bit of a hard time through a process. And you just, you start to learn these provoking questions to sort of think, well, what's stopping you from doing that? And then you listen to them and they tell you exactly what's stopping them from taking that next step. Mm. And then you understand their end goal and you work back from that and you go, well, what's stopping you from actually doing that then? Yeah. And then they tell you something else and it's like, well, why aren't you doing that? And then there's another reason. Yeah. And then you've just identified that reason too. And you say, couldn't you just simply stop doing that, which would allow you to take that next step? And they go, yeah, I guess so. What's stopping you from doing that tomorrow? Maybe you should do that tomorrow. Maybe you should try that. Yeah, it's like maybe and I they go, yeah, maybe I should. There it is. They've right just there. literally figured out why they can't achieve what they've been trying to achieve. All this stuff going on in between. They just yeah. don't understand the blockages of behavior that's stopping them from achieving their goal. Quickest way is to understand your goal, periodize it, work backwards, break it down, find out what's blocking each goal and move forward. Bang. Nice and simple. Simple. So simple. <laughs> but that's a great skill that you get to learn through communication too. Yeah. Because once you can become that person for somebody, it encourages you to influence and they will hold value with you. They'll mm -hmm. start respecting what you say. 100%. So much more value in that conversation. And this is where the importance of holding that space comes into play as well. If you were to bring this conversation up and this person wasn't to exactly get that insight from you, you leave them with a question and you say, hey, I'm going to give you some space. You can think about it. Get back to me when you have thought of an answer. With that space, this person is now able to go back to their own environments, kind of reassess. You've planted that seed for them. And maybe they just need a little bit of time to do some reflection as well, mm -hmm. because reflection 
does take time. And one of the best reflections to do is to look at your life from a bird's eye view. Realize with every single habit that you're doing now, with every single day that you're going through, what's going to happen in a year's time? Where are you going to be in a year's time if you keep doing the same thing? So where does there need to be a change? And then create that change from seeing yourself in two years time, create that change today. That small change will get you further than you could have thought if you didn't make that change now in two years time and see exactly that you are exactly where you need to be right now. Then you can come back the next day with a new answer and be like, hey, I've got my answer. I found my answer. Thanks for giving me that space. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it tomorrow. Then you can check in with them. (laughs) And that's the power of giving space and that receiver holding that space to then come back with a definite answer. Accurate. How good. I'm going to go heavy on something on the back end of that. So I apologize in advance if this sounds a bit daunting. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't value themselves enough to make that change. Me being one of those people in the past, and this is the understanding, and it's usually not until you're in a hard place that there is no choice but to change. Yeah. Rock bottom, ladies and gentlemen. It sucks. But it's very true and it's very realistic to anyone who finds themselves in that position. Mm. However, if you can't find a way to make that change based on your own value, there's a technique that's been used before and I've been in the process. It's I've been in this in the past and I've had this experience and they call it the Dickens experience. And it's basically using your feelings to squeeze out negative behaviors, but replace them with the good. Yeah. So the idea is they get you into an internal state, we'll call it. And there's all different ways you could call it. Some people call it formal hypnotherapy or whatnot, but I call it more of a meditative. You go within and you visualize and what ends up happening, you start to identify the, let's call them shitty behaviors or negative behaviors that you have in your life that aren't supporting your goals. And instead of just valuing yourself to change these habits, humans will always do more for others than they do for themselves. It's a truth. Yeah, It's ingrained. It's instinctual. This is what encourages community. This is what encourages reproduction, pride, protection, nurturing the different masculine feminine traits they will do more for others it's what we want to do it's in tune to us we got to remember that yeah so they use this to get results in yourself and the idea goes if i keep these negative behaviors up moving forward in two years time who in my life that i love and i cherish are still going to be there who's going to put up with it and you make it worse for yourself if i keep this up are these people still going to be around me yeah it's so true it's heavy can be upsetting to think about but that same tool can be used we'll call it manipulation in a positive way to make a change Mm. before it happens right preemptive yeah well are you manipulating yourself then in that way yeah and it sounds like sounds heavy but they do this under supervision but it works yeah well i don't like the idea of manipulation i don't like that but it's definitely a technique that's been used and it does get results i'm not saying go and try it but let's put a positive spin on it yeah Who's going to put up with that bullshit? If you're doing something that's neglecting your family, your friends, you're not showing up or you're prioritizing wrong, visualize your life without these important people around. But just imagine this life that they choose not to be around you anymore. You don't have access to them and you actually are alone. You'll start to make a change pretty quick. Mm. But the trick is you need to feel it. You can't just think about it. You need yeah. to actually feel that and feel what it feels like to be lonely without anyone Yeah. before it happens. 100%. That will encourage you to make a change. It's only when that does happen and when you do feel lonely and you don't have anything that you realize you have nothing to lose now. Absolutely. And that's when you start putting in that energy and that power. But do that now. Make yeah. that change. Absolutely. It's, it's worth it. You want to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to have a bad time first to have an even better time. Yeah. But- it's even more imperative to do it now because you have the people around you that you love and support you to lose. Right before you're on your own and then you have to do it. So strategy versus tactical, bro. Oh, man. Make the choice. Make the choice. <laughs> so good, bro. It is fucking good. Got a question for you, Bass. Yeah. What shift have you felt since being able to consciously hold your space and intentionally listen to others? Oh, 
I think the, the biggest shift I've felt in my life through my communication skills is understanding that there's so many amazing people out there, so many incredible people out there. The problem is that they're all waiting for you to say hi first. Mm. You know? Big one. Big yeah. One. My clearest understanding of communicating with people, everyone's waiting. Mm. Everyone's waiting for somebody else to make that approach or to break the ice. I say yeah. just get jacked and break that ice down. <laughs> <laughs> so good 100 percent. but you need to show people that you know you're firm with what you believe in you you hold a sense of pride and you're you're strong with your beliefs yeah but you also you're aware of that but you choose to be warm for people 100 percent. you know what i mean you want if you intentionally become this person then with all the conversations you have will be so much better of quality that you're going to live a more powerful and intentional life closer to your purpose living through authenticity and certainty and you're actually going to grow oh man facts absolute facts so good and that no one can even approach you you're just isolating yourself what are you proving so true what a boring life (laughs) i don't think (laughs) yeah not for me man So true. because how many times have you not been open to a conversation or you've been closed but then you've had someone come up to you that has had so much energy and so much light and they almost just bring it out of you because they have that energy and light and they've opened up that space they've broken the ice for you and now you're subject to want to have a conversation with this person because you're like i like this person's energy so i'm going to open up and then they've just brought this out of you right (laughs) and so it's like you can actually do that for other people as well And you can be that to break the ice for everyone. And if you intentionally become this person, then with all the conversations you have will be so much better of quality that you're going to live a more powerful and intentional life closer to your purpose, living through authenticity and certainty. And you're actually going to grow. (laughs) Oh man, facts. Absolute facts. So good. So true, bro. So true. That's the essence of a good life, really. Growing forward and just being present and appreciating every form of communication with people because at the end of the day, your life is a build-up of the relationships you have around you. Nothing has value without someone to share it with. So true, man. So I guess at the end of the day, this matches two of our highest values Mm. or even three. It matches all of our values. (laughs) But when we talk about growth and loving connection, it's growth through these conversations and the people that you're sharing them with to be vulnerable, create a deeper connection Mm. is sharing that loving connection as well. Even if you just meet them, you know, you're being vulnerable and that's showing love and connection and you're growing from that. So true. As always, we thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you guys enjoyed it and want to hear more of this conversation, then tune in next week for part two. Later. Legends.